Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder, Treason, No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Blo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello, players. Hello, DM. What Hello. up, player? Oh, no, don't call him that. You call me a player, so I just pretend they, they can't play. Oh, okay. yeah. Hey, who are you playing with? Uh, myself, at the moment. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Do you guys not when you start D&D? Only when I kill one of you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all about Rogar then? Mm. <laughs> I was going to say, that, 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 that's just... Uh, yeah, just knowing the fact that I've got you off more than anyone else is kind of disturbing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome new listeners to the show. This is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, this is a DND podcast. We promise. <laughs> yeah. What's what's the Stanley quote? Every comic might be someone's first. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> they will be uh, reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Rogar McLeod, our paladin sorcerer. And hey, maybe this week we'll get the party back together. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, hell, let's just jump into a recap then, uh, because things went down last week. I think it was a bit of a a learning experience. We uh, had on one side, Tommy, Sophia, Solara, and R4 were interrogating the sniper they managed to catch. They essentially tried a mix of persuasion and intimidation to eke some information out of him. I think... I don't know if you guys agree, but I think the most important information you got was that this whole um, null attacks, orc attacks, it's all a lot more coordinated than you may have considered it to be. In fact, this seems to be part of a grand strategy as this war effort gets uh, closer to home. And you learned a few names. You learned that uh, the the orc in question who was sniping you was part of Clan Ogresh, um, led by one Corden Ogresh. And there's probably a, an interesting mix of creatures awaiting you to the north, as uh, I'm sure you expected, but now your characters know as well. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. On the other side, Rogar met up with uh, his good buddy Martin Howard, who'd accompanied Lysandra. Lysandra started preaching to the masses and starts to uh, tend her own little flock of uh, whispering man neophytes. And you guys set off to make your own way through the forest sticking more to the main paths with your uh, carriages and your big group of refugees. And en route, Rogar spotted an interesting little knoll camp, which you, well, decided to check out. Seems it was seemingly abandoned by the knolls. You got a a good look at some of the uh, rather barbaric methods of capturing and transporting people that they seem to be doing. Nice bit of... uh, up close and personal view of that that Rogar got when he had a bit of a vision of his own ankles being slammed through with metal bolts on a tree stump. Good and pleasant. And you also found a lone survivor who was basically just hiding in a pile of corpses. A dwarf called uh, Balin Grimthorn, who was a scout, uh, seemingly some sort of mercenary or just hired hand, whose group was set upon and presumably all killed by the gnolls. And he revealed that he was en route to your very estate to provide additional security, since he and his group were cut off. And yeah, 
I guess that's that's everything. I think I don't think I've forgotten anything important. Uh, not not mm. that I can remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am the chronicler of this tale, and I must remember every detail. Exactly. Also, I only edited it like two days ago, so it's fresh in my mind. Hmm. <laughs> and you write all this shit, dude. Yeah, I write some of it. Technically, you guys fill in the blanks. Yeah, we do, we do a lot of random shit that he wasn't expecting. Mm. It's true. It's true. And, well, I suppose actually the only thing here that's uh, important that I didn't mention is that there was a little bit of tension on the uh, Tommy Sophia team as uh, Solara wasn't quite as impressed with the senseless murder that uh, you guys did. And Tommy got a bit of a fright when his rapier transformed into the dagger of Baal. And, hey, you now got a plus one uh, dagger. That That's nice. That's... Yeah, I, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, stop just, killing I'm, people. I'm just hidden away. Well, I can't help it. It's just natural. <laughs> and 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 anyway, this this guy it was the, it was the most honourable way that Tommy could think to 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 off him, and there was no chance we were going to get him let him live and have a snipers in our sleep. So, listening back to it, I mean, I think Cookson was trying to make us be good. I think. Oh, I think he was he was he was offering us the opportunity to think about being good. And, um, <laughs> the opportunity to think, and 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 I I I, I think Tommy did, dealt with that in the only way that he could. Mm. I mean, we've all seen. Well, I hope at least most of you have seen Saving Private Ryan, and you know what happens when you let the German walk away. He comes back and murders all your friends. So, <laughs> yeah. happening. I mean, I mean, Tommy has a relatively straightforward and ruthless worldview. Not necessarily an evil one, but one born of certain sort of life and experience. I mean, really, the one who. A little bit of a mirror was held up to was the actions of Sophia. Fuck Good off. little cleric, so <laughs> willing to murder just to get her own way. I don't kill nobody much. Yeah, it seems that Landrin blood flows strong in some people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just pragmatic. We're just pragmatic. Mm. Oh, uh, so. I'm sure uh, Maximilian says the same thing about himself. <laughs> but. With that, uh, I'm going to describe how this goes down because we're going to head through the forest now as two groups and you guys are going to meet back up again on the other side. And it takes a few days of travel on both ends before you guys are both through the forest and are in sight of each other and can kind of group up as a team once again. And over those two days, one thing happens. And I'll say it's it's the night after the sniper was captured and killed it's maybe a bit of a a restless sleep for you all because you're still in the middle of the woods and having been hunted once you don't know what else is out there i mean you never took out the venom troll it got away with its zombie ogres and who knows what else is out there patrolling now that you know that these orcs are specifically targeting people who look like they can defend themselves but eventually you all find some uneasy rest and tommy you begin to dream. Oh dear. And for you, this is interesting because this this feels like a dream, an actual dream. It's slightly blurry. You feel a little bit disconnected to the actions. When you've been in contact with certain entities, it's felt very vivid, very real, that if you got cut there, you feel like you'd wake up with a cut. Here it feels more like an actual dream, like fading in and out, slightly blurry, hard to focus on specific details. But Tommy, as you close your eyes, you're no longer in the woods. 
you are in Varadin. Hmm. It's early evening, the sun's gone down, and you're walking through the busy streets, heading to your local tavern for a drink. People are out in force. It seems relatively pleasant. No one stops to speak to you, but you don't see anyone you recognize anyway, so who cares? You walk through the the drunken rabble and you make your way to the tavern. Just as you're getting close to the door, you hear yelling from a window just directly above the main room, the bar. You hear muffled screams and you're not certain if it's muffled because you're too far away or something's almost blocking you hearing it. Kind of sounds tinny and echoey in your ears. But you hear crying and screaming and it makes you pause long enough that the sounds from upstairs stop. You look towards the tavern door and suddenly it swings open and a woman comes running out through the door. She's clearly wasn't one of the uh, one of the less well-to-do citizens of Varadin. You've seen plenty of women like her. Perhaps she's a barmaid, perhaps something less reputable, but you're not one to judge. She's wearing kind of dirty, tattered clothes, and she just goes straight past you, Tommy, doesn't even notice you. And she has tears streaming from her eyes. There's something odd about her, though, and it compels you to turn, and you start trying to run after her. You you shout towards her, but you can't make out what you're saying, and she doesn't seem to hear you. She disappears down a dark alleyway, not too far from the tavern, and you run after her. But as you get to that alleyway, you don't see her. In fact, all you see is darkness. You can just about make out the brick walls either side of the alleyway as you step into that almost, almost cloying darkness and shadow as it pulls you in. And your vision starts to go red. And you look at the walls of the alleyway and they're red. You first, you reach out to the walls to see if something's covering them. And then you realize as you bring your hand up to your face, your face is covered in blood. It's pouring down upon you, getting in your eyes, covering your hands, your clothes, everything. You are soaked in blood and you wake up and you're stood in the middle of the camp. You see, you see Sophia sleeping on the floor before you and in your hand is the dagger of Baal. Yeah, I'm gonna put that away, <laughs> and I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna check the blade first. Is there any blood on it? Nope, it's clean. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put that away, and I'm gonna sidle back quietly to my bedroll, and I'm gonna shake it off as if I've never sleepwalked before that I can recall. Perhaps just the stress of the last. Last few weeks have um, have gotten to me a little bit. Hmm. Yeah, that was that was weird. But I'm not. It's probably nothing. It's probably nothing. That's what I'm going to be thinking. Okay. So you go back to sleep, and no dreams trouble trouble you further. And we go on for a few days here as you guys travel through these woods, and eventually both teams make it to the other side. And as you're kind of heading almost as a triangulation to join up again, you're not too far away from each other. I would say um, Rogar's group is the least held up, and Tommy's group decided to go stealthy after the encounter with the sniper, so they get there first. But it's only about 
almost a day before Tommy and group make their own way out of the woods. Uh, I don't know if there's anything you guys want to discuss or do during these interim time. I mean, that's speak up now or we'll move on to you guys meeting back up again. Um, Sarah, um, oh, go on. No, no, it's fine. You, you, you go first. Well, all, all I was going to do um, is I would, I just wanted to tell Lysandra and Martin that obviously we're meeting up with you guys and like fill them in a little bit on who Sophia and Tommy are and like why you know almost what kind of what we've been through and why i've been working with them in this plane kind of thing mm-hmm. just just so that they have a bit of an idea and that they're not instantly going to either a antagonize everybody or b try to murder them <laughs> oh when you explaining it out i mean martin when you tell him is more like um well they sound like lovely folks i'm sure we'll get on splendid don't you worry about a thing, Rogar. I can be charming when I want to be. <laughs> I know you can, my friend. I know you can. You know, um, I don't know if you guys know anything about Balsborn, but you know this this Tommy character is he's, he, he definitely is one. I know that. Hmm. I ain't heard the term thrown around for a long time, so that's certainly a rarity. Well, exactly, exactly. I don't know. I, I mean. You know the bits, the bits and pieces that I know. You know there doesn't. I don't. I don't think there's that many of them still around, especially ones that don't know what they are. So it could, it could be quite interesting. Um, when you tell Lysandra, she doesn't seem to care that much. She sort of dismisses it almost as, as long as they do not stand in my way, I offer them no ill will. They cannot stop what is to come. My point exactly. So why not use them while I can? So. You know, I'll leave it at that with with them, and you know, I think that's uh, you know, as long as they as long as they know, obviously, why we're meeting up with these people, because otherwise, it might just seem that, you know, it might seem completely random to them. I was thinking about this earlier today. Mm, so, two random people showing up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, you know, and Solara, who has no idea who she is. You know, mm. yeah, just might seem a little bit random. We're waiting around for them, especially for like a day, as you say. It's it's still going to seem a bit random. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if you like more, if they understand that you're more team members, you know, it doesn't seem quite as random as the way I see it. You know, if you can, if you can explain why you work with people who, you know, your new, who, you know, new acquaintances don't know, then it makes a bit more sense to be doing what you are doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's going to seem more random to us. Than it is going oh. to seem to yeah to, to them yeah. Are we going to be introduced mm. to the cool kids? Well, I'll you know at the end of the day we need every all the help we can get. So I is have, that how you're going to swing it? That is how I'm going to swing it. I've got I found help in the most unlikely of places to save the the people of Varadin and make Varadin great again. <laughs> They're a Paul. They don't want that. Uh, 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 so smug <laughs> just you wait until we start building that wall <laughs> you know we're gonna have to build a wall around the um, around our estate now aren't we <laughs> okay uh, so is that it is there anything else you guys want to do before the uh big meet not me you, nothing yeah you, you're happy with uh, solara and stuff well yeah I mean, there's nothing. We talked about it. Nothing I can do about that, really. 
the only okay. other thing that I mean, if you guys aren't doing anything, um, the only other thing that I might do is I might I might try and find find the girl that I was trying to get to get in the bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she's part of the caravan. She's just, in fact, as one of the younger people. I mean, she's she looked quite young when you saw her the first time. You're not quite certain how old she is. Like, she, she could be anywhere between like twelve and fifteen. She looks quite. And it's quite thin. It's obviously a, a a tough life where they don't get a lot of food and things like that. So it's best guess as far as you know. But she is with the other sort of younger members of the Milshire group and the refugees from Baradin. And she sat on one of the carriages. You would remember her name was Jess. Jess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what, I tell you what, what I might do is since we're kind of, uh, since I assume we're, we're sat around waiting for these guys for like, you know, for a while, Matt. And I, I don't know what kind of rations and stuff these people have, but I might break out like it was like twenty pounds of tail meat <laughs> for, 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 for him to cook off because as far as they know it's fish. It's <laughs> rot, very rotten now, but you know. Well, no, it's not because it's it's not rotten because it's in the bag of holding. Ah, uh, there is no air. There. there is no oxygen. It is fresh. <laughs> I mean, it's a little pungent, but it's kept far better than it should. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, well, uh, you know, I'll, I'll offer it to the people who are, are interested in it. Maybe they're not. Maybe they are. You know, you never know. Well, if you offer it out, some of them will pick it up and start making like a big of a, a bit of a stew. They'll get out a big cook pot and uh, cook it up. Yeah, well, that's what that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna that's, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer out a good. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how much tail meat they need. Um, I'll, I'll let you tell me how much I have to take off. I uh, don't know how much you've got left. I mean, if you're handing over a few pounds worth, then uh, we'll probably feed the, the decent group here. Say so you've got 38 people plus guards plus extras, so uh, you're probably going to need a good chunk of it, even if they turn it into like a broth or a stew of some sort. Well, I have 80 pounds. 80 pounds? I'd say chuck in like 30 pounds of it or something. Okay, that sounds good. Right, I still have 50 pounds worth of tail meat and two arms. Um. So yeah, uh, so they're there, and uh, I'll... I'll walk over and I'll uh, I'll I'll say to I'll say to Jess, look, I'm sorry about the whole uh, the 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 bag incident, but you know I was genuinely just trying to uh, save your life because I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a don't want to call it epiphany, but maybe uh, I don't know a vision, shall we say? And you know I know obviously you've been through some hard times, you've lost you know your your family, but I was thinking maybe you know somewhere deep in there you're thinking about getting revenge, perhaps maybe some vengeance on the novels that killed your parents and wondering maybe you want to want to learn how to become a paladin hmm. I'd, I'd say roll me a persuasion and i'll say with advantage but obviously disadvantage for you to so roll it straight that is worrying as you are a horrifying abomination 18 damn it 18 <laughs> wow you see so she's sat um with a bowl of stew like she's clearly already finished it off and she sat there and you see she's holding on to a little doll in her hat. It looks like quite old, quite worn, something she's probably had since she was a child. And you notice, because I assume you've, before you approach, you were probably trying to just check what's been going on with the Milshire people and you know, seeing how they're reacting to things. And you notice the people are being nice to her, but she you get the impression she lost her parents during this. And you don't know whether they were the ones who got sacrificed to summon demonic entities. Oh, yeah. But uh, she's clearly being taken in by the people, but you don't notice anyone who you would clearly peg to be her mother or father. Yeah. And she's kind of staring into the fire a little bit. And 
as you kind of approach her and say that to her, you notice she's kind of digging her thumbs into the center of the doll, like squeezing it far too hard. Like you can see the white of her knuckles. Yeah. And she just says out loud, but she doesn't look at you when you're speaking. It's like she's looking into the fire and just goes, I, I don't know what I could do. They were, they were so, so strong. I just hid. I, I don't know how, I don't know how I could do anything against them. I saw what they did to my parents. They, they overpowered them so easily. Well, do you want to be your weak your whole life and hide? Or do you want to take this blade? I'm going to pull a short sword out of my uh, bag of holding, since I have one. Mm-hmm. And show them your strength. And show them that maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but you will have your vengeance. Um, she she takes the sword when you offer it, almost just because you're offering her something. She just puts her hand on it, and she kind of feels the weight of the weapon for a moment. Because I, I don't even know how to use this. I, no one's ever shown me how to use a blade. It's so heavy. Well, maybe maybe we work our way up to the full thing, and we start out with some wooden weaponry. You can have a sword. I myself will fashion a much larger sword as I'm a much larger person and a true hero. But I'm quite happily, quite happily take you under my wing and uh, show you the way, the way to enlightenment. She starts to look back at the fire again. She puts down the doll and cradles the sword a little bit. And you see her nod almost imperceptibly. And you hear from just a little bit further away, Lysandra's voice carries out across the fire. And just goes, even your saviour was not as strong as he is today, child. Strength takes time, and it takes faith. Put your faith in others. Put your faith in those that know better, and you will get the strength you seek. For the vengeance that cries out in your soul, there are ways to sate it. And I don't know if you want to add anything else to that, but she certainly seems to be responsive to the idea. If you do wish to train her, then yes. Wooden swords, bit of practice time. She's going to have to build a bit of muscle mass to actually just be able to lift weapons properly, because she's never trained for that in her life, but it wouldn't take too long. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to add anything to that, because I think, you know, that I, I, I like the whole Lysandra backing up that, you know, I started out somewhere and I've got to where I am, so you can see, you know, you can see people have gained power, you know, through working with us type of thing. And, um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'll quietly take her under my, uh, under my tutelage and, uh, start to train her. And, uh, yeah. Okay. She's fucked then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with wanting vengeance on people. That, after all, is why we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, not, it's, not, it's not the vengeance part. I'm, I'm more than happy for her to get that. It's the way you go about things. What's wrong with being a paladin? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a paladin. It's being a follower of the Whispering Man. That's the problem. But, right. you know, whatever. You want, you want cool powers and shimmery green things? 
you join me. <laughs> uh, yeah, like like you you and your eyes to turn into tentacles like um, Handrel did. Yep, sounds good. Eyes <laughs> into hey, look. He, he, his he, eyes he, turned into fucking weird ass that, tentacles. That, that's his own fault. <laughs> that's, <laughs> not his, that's his own fault. <laughs> I'm not sure it is. <laughs> well, I've decided wanted, it is. <laughs> if you want to get technical, Handel became a warlock. <laughs> yeah, yeah but becoming a warlock doesn't make your eyes go fucking weird. So yes, if you does. choose the uh, devil's side ca- uh, uh, incantation. <laughs> mm. Mm. I know that. My eyes went weird. I've got devil's sight as well. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, <laughs> as, so after that, I mean, Rogar kindly provides a meal to his uh, refugees, slightly oddly tasting fishy dish, but it goes down reasonably well for hungry people who've been trekking through the woods for like two or three days. Um, late into the evening, I'll say Tommy, Sophia, Solara and R4, it doesn't take you too long to come across one of the Varadin guards who are stationed a little bit away from the camp, keeping an eye out and they spot you. And it's kind of a moment where you spot each other coming out of the woods. He had his weapon drawn. But as he recognizes you and you recognize Jeff, you are reunited with the the main camp. Oh, Jeff, mate, are you a sight for sore eyes? So you lot made it then? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, we did. We uh, made it safely through the forest. A um, few incidents with some knolls, but uh, otherwise, all in one piece. Uh, didn't encounter any... Uh... Any snipers, anyone uh, shooting at you at all, did you? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Thankfully, I mean, honestly, we, we thought we were all goners at one point. Uh, Milshire was attacked. Quite a, quite a numerous horde befell us. And oh, really? On, yeah, I mean, we, we were goners, honestly. Even though Rogar just arrived, I, I don't think even his strength could hold back that tide. And then, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like a like a miracle, some a cleric came. She she arrived in the town and unleashed devastating magic against the enemy. More more power than I've ever seen, and it it broke the knolls and sent them running. The the towner, the Milshire people, they came with us. They they're fawning all over her like she's some sort of divine agent. It's I I don't blame them, frankly. Oh, uh, right. Uh- Sounds bizarre. I think we need to uh, go and catch up with Rogar then. Ah, he's just Tommy. in the camp. Uh, yeah. Cleric. Yeah. A cleric? Yeah, uh, for our wisdom. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm guessing, was she like Cleric uh, Clemvor or one of the gods of Varadin or something? Escaped as well? No, I, I must admit I've never seen her in Varadin before. She, she said she was a... A cleric of the Whispering Man. I, I'm not familiar, but... Sh- oh, for fuck's sake. No, Rogar. You people wouldn't really know. Oh, for fuck's sake. He might know. Uh, uh, well, that's rather soured a good note, Jeff, I'm afraid. Seems like um, seems like we might not have... Um, see, completely eye to eye with her, but never mind. Still... As long as you're safe. As long as you're safe in them, um, did we get everyone out? Yes, everyone's here, and I mean, our numbers uh, are up to about 38 now with the Milshire survivors. Obviously, myself and the guards and uh, Emmerich are uh, all doing well. Oh, excellent. We'll, um, yeah, we'll catch up with Emmerich in a minute. Uh, but I guess we better um, 
go see Rogar and find his new friend. Yeah, they're just in the middle of camp. I think they were uh, they were getting ready to eat when I set off on patrol. Oh, excellent! Ooh, food. Uh, gl- glad you made it, Jeff. And I'm going to offer my hand. Ah, he shakes your hand. Oh, give all him a, happy days. Give him a, give him a pat on the shoulder as we walk past. Um, and yeah, head into the main, main camp. Unless you guys want to, if you want to do anything to Flo, say anything to Jeff. No. No. Cool. Head into camp then. Right, Jeff will continue on his patrol. And yeah, you guys approach. It's it's a pretty simple camp. It's a little campfire. They've set up uh, some makeshift little tents around the carriages. Some of them are just going to sleep in the carriages. The idea being that this is only a very temporary stop for the night because it's getting dark. And yeah, I mean, you see, I presume Rogar probably just sat around the fire, relaxing for the evening with a good book. Hmm. Oh, shit. Definitely, yes. <laughs> I assume Rogar's always just reading his book when he's not uh, fighting. So <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Top up on that insanity. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, maybe, you know, Jess is sat with me having a bit of a peruse as well. Um, She's a literate. Either having to read. <laughs> please, Danger. please, out of everything, someone be illiterate in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Varadin had a very strong... Yeah, she's Varadin not had from a very Varadin. Push on education, you know, yep. like they, uh, they went out to the towns, oh. <laughs> spread the word. <laughs> Kren ran on a platform of uh, education for all. <laughs> education, education, education. Exactly. You know, you know, it doesn't matter about the other policies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skim over those. <laughs> all right. So you guys are approaching. You see Rogar for the first time in a few, quite a few days now, say about three days. Dude, he made it. Hello, oh, Rogar. What's up, guys? It's been a while. Just been yeah. feeding the troops. Oh, is that. Is that. Is, is that that's tell me in it. Oh, do they know where that's it's been? Fish. Well, they don't know as long as it's not that. It's in, it's in a stew. It's not. It's not rotten though, is it? Because it's been in the bag of holding, so it should be exactly. all right. I suppose, but I guess. Um... Look, before before you knock it, just try it. Yeah, these guys—they're actually pretty decent cooks. Maybe not so much for me, but that's because I'm on a purely raw diet. Well, we've got a bit of catching up to do first. Um, you remember your uh, your sniper? He was um, cracking off a few shots at you in the uh, in the old woods. Yes, yes, I do. I remember valiantly standing up to him as a true hero that I am. Well, as as he sent you running away with your tail between your legs, uh, we we caught up to him. Uh, he was he was trying to take a few pot shots at us. Caught Solara with quite a no- nasty shot. Um, yeah, we uh, we had we had a few words with him, um, and he's um, very much dead and decomposing in the woods now. Oh, that's a shame. You could have brought him along. He didn't really want to come along, and to be honest, we weren't sure if we were going to encounter anything else because we uh, we wandered into some uh, some undead ogres and a, a troll as well, uh, which we did have to escape from because we were being sniped at the time. But yeah, we got the sniper, killed him, nicked his gun. And yeah, we got a bit of information as well. If you're interested, please please do. So um, we'll, we'll fill Rogar in on what we know. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hear you uh, you had a bit of a narrow escape as well with um, with a friend showing up. Is what Jeff the guard told us anyway. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I say um, you know we've thought. We need all the help that we can get. You know, there was a uh, 
well, shall we say, a rather large band of gnolls making their way into the city. And the people of Millshire, well, no, they weren't. They, they weren't for moving. And um, it's, safe, it's safe to say, I think she saved all of our lives. You know, uh, always, always nice to have, uh, you know, have old friends show up in the right place at the right time. Her old friend, is she? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. From, uh, from uh, you know, a pl- uh, from a different plane to this. One that you guys, well, I don't know if you have the capability to visit or not. But, you know, we met in uh, a long, a long, long time ago in the, uh, in the Greenlands. And, uh, yeah, she happened to show up and save us all. And, you know, we need all the help we can get at this point in time. You know, you guys have had, you say there's trolls out there. I mean, I knew about the gnolls, kind of knew about giants and orcs, but you say they're all in the same team? Seems like it's a bit of a bigger war than we expected. Well, it seems like they've been, um, seems like they're fighting a war, an undeclared war on people that don't even realise they're in combat. I mean, it's kind of a very, very one-sided affair with this very tactically astute leader. He's, uh got his boys which seem to be a bunch of uh bunch of creatures which don't normally work with anyone else to be quite solitary or um small group kind all joined up which seems a bit bit odd and i'm not oh entirely sure it's our business but at the same time it's all going on in the same direction that we were planning to go to so i feel like this might be something we end up involved in whether we like it or not now you're yeah you're um this uh this cleric bird you've picked up who was I'm assuming is from right from what you've just said is from when you were uh, when you fucked off for a bit um just before Varadin got destroyed um so yeah I guess we should probably meet her at some point the world isn't that small surely that you just bumped into her in the middle of the fucking woods look at the end of the day. You know, I, I I don't have plans for these things. It's fate. Yeah, right. Stars have plans for these things to happen. The stars are the way to our destiny. What can I say? We need help. Help has arrived. Yeah, mightily um convenient from what um what Jeff was saying anyway. Just at the right moment. Hey, I say, you know, these things happen. Maybe not to you. But this sure as hell happened to Rogar, mm. and Rogar is going to point, like, point to himself, you know, with his thumb, big grin on his face. And uh, to be fair, I'm not really interested in being quizzed much more, so I'm going to try and go back to reading my book. He's not going to introduce us, is he? You're not going to introduce us to your bird, then? I'm sure you'll find her. She'll be around talking to the people, trying to make sure everybody's okay, and everybody's got enough food. You know, dip. We are here to make Faradin great again. We are here to help the people, not to harm the people. We want to get to safety. We all want the same thing. We all want to get to the same place. You and me, Tommy, we want to get to the same place. And Sophia, I'm not 100% sure what you actually want right now. But No, me neither. Oh. You, um, you changed your tune a bit, Rogar. I thought you were, didn't really seem to care about these people much. When we were escaping the city. Now you seem like you like them a lot. feel like you might have had a few words to them. And they might be um, in your little cult. Perhaps. Or at least on their way to it. Hey, hey. 
can I ask you a question? Would he? Would, would these guys know that I'm running a cult? Because technically, well, that's exactly what you out. did. That's exactly what you did um, every time we've spoken in the last to, to anybody else. Yeah, you yeah. jumped on a box just before the city went to shit. Then uh, in in Bloodhome, you you but started your own cult, and I didn't stop. I did not start my own cult. I offered people a place to pray. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's um, what I did. I mean, that's, that's what I, 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 I'm, I'm just, I'm just telling you what, what, what Tommy thinks, not necessarily what you were doing. Um, but what Tommy? I mean, um, we're walking a line here between. I mean, is it a cult or a religion? Yeah. I mean, Tommy, Tommy sees it as a cult completely. Yeah. He's but to be fair, I assume, I assume Tommy sees Sophia as in a cult. So. Oh yeah, exactly. completely. Completely. <laughs> yeah. You don't see religions at all, do you? Oh, I, 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 I fully, fully believe that gods exist. I just think they're a bunch of cunts, and I don't think anyone should, should follow them. And I think that everyone else who, who who does blindly follow them doesn't realise. You know, Tommy's like the kind of person you you meet in the street who thinks that all politicians are innately corrupt and they're only after their own things, and there's, there's no point voting for them because they're all against you. That's mm. kind of kind of how he feels about gods. You know, they 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 exist. They're there, but they hate you, and they're dicks. And <laughs> if, if 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 you if you if you think they're working out in your favour, that's only because that's that's what they want to do at this time, and they're going to fuck you next time. Because... Dude, you need to stop listening to so much politic crap. This just <laughs> this week has really gotten to you, dude. What? what? <laughs> I'm just that's just that's just how Tommy feels about about gods, and that's 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 a good analogy in this world for for his kind of his kind of position. To be fair, at the end of the day, Tommy, you're the son of a god, so you know. Yeah, but I'm not though, and even if I am, he's probably a cunt and all. You, to- you, to- you totally are. <laughs> we yeah. use it. <laughs> you see, you see, you, you just have a flying magical dagger. Yeah, I've got a lot of magical shit that, on me. That can only that can only be used by the so- by a ball spawn. So you say, but no. To be fair, maybe just. I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm just being fucked with. You know, but it's a bit like that girl that's school that says she definitely fancies you, and then when you when you say, "Oh yeah, I fancy you too," all her mates laugh at you. So I'm not I'm not falling for that one. Ooh, bad memories, dude. Definitely, don't go there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's 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 the kind of that's the deal. Yeah, and another analogy for how Tommy feels about about the ball spawn thing. So, nah. I'm, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, and even then, I won't Probably like not. it. I won't <laughs> like it. I won't, I won't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. 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 Not going to be on board with it. Okay, last <laughs> one. So anyway, you gonna introduce us, or you gonna just sit there being a dick? Yeah. Uh, I say, when she's finished, you know, and she comes, and you know, and she decides to rest for the evening, then, you know, I'll introduce. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to interrupt her work. I don't want to, uh, you know, upset any of the people. Fuck that. The big boys and girls are back. Right, we'll go find her then if you're going to sit there. We've got any ale in this place at least. Talk to the guard. I'm going to find guard Captain Emmerich here, yeah. Yeah, let's go talk to Emmerich. Okay. Rogar, are you staying just around the camp, uh, relaxing for the evening, or are you coming with? Um, it's fair. They're going light and asking questions that I don't need to ask. Um, so. You know, I, I might just, uh, you know, I might just mill around a little bit and, you know, talk, you know, just make small talk with people, mingle, and, you know, uh, yeah, just, just, just things like that. Start with like a wooden sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. 
Um, I might see if I can catch the eye of the um, of the guy I saved his wife in the house as well. Mm-hmm. See how they're getting on as well. Just just kind of on, on my way past if I see him. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can certainly go have a quick chat with them after you speak to Emmerich. Yeah, cool. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go 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 search Emmerich out word and see, sure. see, how, see how his journey went and stuff. Yeah, so I mean, Emmerich is not um, round the campfire. He is uh, organizing the patrols and kind of keeping a vigilant eye into the distance. You can see him with a little eyeglass trying to use what's left of the, the light to plot the course for the morning, but it's getting too dark and he's starting to give up, make some notes, see about uh, plotting a path. When you guys approach, um, he is happy to see you. Good to see that you're both alive. Kind of walks up and uh, shakes both your hands and shakes Solara's hand. Then uh, Solara seems very confused because she's never met this man before. <laughs> um, and he goes, Oh, it's, uh, it's good to see you all. And Solara, it's been uh, too long. I wasn't expecting to see you. Uh, I don't know who you are, but it's good to see you too. Uh, yeah, long story short, Solara seems to have lost her memory. Oh, that's... Um, that's... That's uh, unfortunate. I hope we can attempt to remedy that somehow. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll 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 get on it, but um, let's get these people to safety first. Yeah. Yes, I was uh, just planning the route for tomorrow. I, in fact, I think we can reach the estate maybe within probably two days. Well, excellent. That's good news. Uh, although I will be incredibly vigilant, and I'll um, I'll let him in on what we found out. Uh, after you kind of finished explaining to him, he looks a little bit uh, shocked, but nods. And he just goes, well, um, we're in a little bit of luck that the next leg of the journey is across the plains, so if there are large hordes moving around, we should be able to see them. Did you get attacked by some gnolls, did you? Uh, yes, we did. In fact, I'm quite lucky to be stood here talking to you all. I actually thought perhaps, perhaps that would be the end of our little group. Um, surprisingly, we were saved. Uh, rather powerful woman arrived in, within Middleshire and rather quickly dispatched of the Knolls. It was uh, impressive and rather terrifying to see. I've not witnessed such destruction since I was watching angels rain fire down upon Veridon. So, yeah, we've seen a lot of shit in the last few weeks, haven't we? Uh, I don't know, I mean... This, uh, this woman, I guess she's about camp somewhere. We're going to have a word with her in a minute. Yes, I believe she's uh, tending to the dwarf's injuries. Dwarf? Oh, um, yes. Rogar found a, uh, a rather heavily injured dwarf called Balin. He was uh, a prisoner of a Noel camp. He's currently being tended to by the cleric. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, this, uh, this cleric, she seems to uh, seems to worship... Yeah, it's that, uh, that religion that Rogar's always going about. He, um... Not really, uh, don't really trust it, but we'll, we'll 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 see what she's like, I guess. I mean, if she saved you all, I guess that's we need to be grateful for that at least. Yes, I, mean, I can't say I've ever been much of a much of a religious man in my youth. I used to attend the Temple of Tempus, get blessings for battle, things like that. But frankly, I've I've moved away from such things in my. Uh, as my years have gone on, I've seen too many people, too many people die needlessly and stupidly to think that the gods pay too much attention to us. Yeah, I am. Um, I know exactly what you mean. No offense to you, of course, Sophia. I know, I know the temple has done good work with Invariant, or did, I suppose I should say. 
It's just Kalimvor welcoming your f- the, your loved ones home. Ah, it's it is good work that uh, it just does. I will say that. But anyway, I've, uh, is there anything you needed in particular? Not just your overall impressions and well, um, well being. Hmm. Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm doing fine. It's uh, been a tough few days, but you know, soldiers' work is never done. Is, uh, is there anything you need? Like I heard, there's um a fish stew on and stuff. What I need is a hundred good armed men who can uh, take the fight back against these gnolls. But I'll settle for some fish stew later. Well, I mean, I can offer you uh, offer you the services of a uh, very well armed bastard from the streets. A uh, a archer t- turned cleric and a sorcerer who can't remember who she is. And R four. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm a robot buddy here too. Well, I'll certainly take all the help we can get. I can't believe you almost <laughs> forgot R four, dude. Ah, uh, sorry. I mean, he's 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 ve- he's basically an extension of myself. So, right. R four looks forlornly off into the distance. <laughs> uh, I love you, really, buddy. <laughs> Uh, right, well, I guess we've got to, um, got to introduce ourselves to this uh, this cleric, then. And perhaps, if we uh, trust her enough, see if she can do something about our wisdom. Uh, yeah, true. And also, I, I, I hate to point out that nobody's mentioned Martin to us yet, so mm-hmm. we, um, <laughs> we don't know anything about him. <laughs> Probably a good uh. thing. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Let's uh, keep that way. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, I guess we'll um, we'll, we'll search, search her out. Mm. It's not too difficult to find Lysandra. You can find her around the back of one of the carriages. As you see that she's turned the carriage into sort of a makeshift medical tent, um, and you see. In fact, I'll uh, bring up her picture just to remind yourself what uh, she looks like at the moment. Um, so you see, uh, probably a, a woman in her late thirties, long brown hair, kind of definitely dressed like a cleric who's ready for battle and this tabard with the Whispering Man symbol on that you recognize from Rogar's helmet as well. Um, the only thing that's a little bit um, off about the way she dressed, or a little bit unexpected, um, at her waist you can see a, a large black sickle, which is not traditional weapons for any clerics that you've met, but I don't know, a little bit, uh, a little bit out there. You can see that she's um, tending to a dwarf who... If you'd have seen him a few days ago, you'd say that he's looking quite good, but to you guys seeing him for the first time, he still looks awful. Uh, he's pale, sickly. Um, he's falling in and out of consciousness at the moment, but she seems to be tending to some wounds that he has upon his feet, cleaning them out, changing the bandages. That's when you approach her. Oh, is there anything I can do? My my name's Sophia. I'm a cleric of Kalimvor. Is there anything I can do to help? Lysandra turns to look at you both. I am afraid not, my dear. This one, his wounds are beyond simple healing. It will take a great effort to restore him. If you wish to mop his brow, of course, I'm sure he will appreciate it. Hmm, Do I take that as patronising? No, I'm going to try and be good. (laughs) Let's try and be good. Yeah, she's got like a small bowl of water near his head and uh, a little towel there. So if you want to uh, get to being a good cleric. Yeah. Talk to him and make sure he's comfortable. Yeah, I mean, he he speaks a little bit, but he's clearly slipping in and out of consciousness, so he's just sort of babbling a little bit. Doesn't make a lot of sense to you. Okay. What happened to him? It seems he ran afoul of some 
gnolls. They captured his group, broke his ankles with these metal bars, and you see one of them still in one ankle, and you see his other ankle has a hole in it, just on the Achilles tendon. And uh, she looks a little bit sad towards him and goes, seems they intended it for him to never walk again. Unfortunate. They are cruel creatures, it seems. Yeah, right bunch of bastards. Uh, uh, this is uh, Fear, Tommy, that's me, uh, Solara, and uh, my robot buddy and um, hetero life mate, uh, R4 there. <laughs> <laughs> It is a pleasure to meet the group of you. My name is Lysandra. Lysandra, I um, I recognise the symbol on your tabard. It's the same symbol that a um, colleague, I think the best way to put it is, of ours wears. Because mm. you're, uh, you're an acquaintance of his as well. Indeed, we share the same faith. It has truly been a blessing. There are a few people that share his faith, but also try and kill him. So I'm, I'm hoping you're not one of those. <laughs> no, no, it does not surprise me. My lord is one of chaos and change, and that attracts all sorts. Each will ascribe their own philosophies to its actions. This is not for me to judge, merely to preach. Come across, uh, come across a Steve by any chance in your travels? I'm afraid I have not. I have not been here for too long. I oh have yeah, these lands. Rogar mentioned uh, meeting you. On a uh, on a plane, a different one than this, or something like that. Uh, somewhere apparently we can't get to. It's not the one that he destroyed, is it? You, well, you got to that one. Yeah, we did get to that one. That's yeah. the uh, that's, that's that was that was plane of fire. Yeah, we went there. Did he uh, destroy this, this, a different this, one? No, just plane of fire. Oh, was it? Oh, was that so only the far. one? <laughs> <laughs> that was only the one. So far. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so you're new to these lands, and you turned up and saved all our all our refugees that we uh, we similarly saved and rescued from the crumbling ruins of Varadin. So, thank you for that. It was my pleasure. I saw them in distress, and I had to act. So, is that uh, is that what you do then? You um, you look after people. I shepherd those that need shepherding. Yes, I will help in any way that I can. Hmm. Different. Uh, Different philosophy from our friend Rogar. He's a little bit more uh, pragmatic about things. As I say, each who come into contact with my lord take his teachings in their own way. That is the uniqueness to it. Well, in which case, you know, we are... Um, I don't know if we know you well enough yet to ask you any favours, but uh, and perhaps, perhaps now is not necessarily the right time, but uh, I don't know if... Uh, and if Rogar's told you about our um our travels so far through Bloodhome and the um battle against the light and the loss of some of how do you not describe wisdom in a metagamey way? Um <laughs> you feel your mind slipping and it's uh it's like trauma and damage, I would say. Yeah, it's not, so we, not we healing itself. Trauma, yeah. Yeah, we're not we're not out. we're not quite as altogether as we once were mentally it's not our you know our intelligence is fine it's you know we're still as smart as we were but something about you know our, our ability to to kind of stand up to things something about our kind of 
common sense is 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 twisted a little. It's not really gone away ever since we uh, fought what I can only describe as light, which is a fr- fucking weird fight, to be fair. But there you go. There are many strange things in this world. Light does not surprise me, but it is a unique one, I must say. You, and she just kind of looks closely into both your eyes and then nods. You do seem to be missing something. I sense damage within you that does not heal, does not fade. It is within my power to heal you, of course. I fear that it would not take. Really? I am afraid that my blessings can only be bestowed upon the faithful. And it is unfortunate to say that it does not seem that either of you are. Yeah. That's playing it mildly. No uh, no, no offence to you, uh, you and your lord, but I'm not the uh, god-bothering type. Never mind. Well, thank you anyway. Is this, uh, this dwarf become one of the faithful then? Is that why he's, um, he's able to submit? She kind of walks up and sort of strokes the side of his hair, just sort of like in a caring way, and just goes, his mind is open to it. He has no predilections or biases against. He considers it, and therefore my power will flow to him, at least those of the healing and blessing variety. It is unfortunate, you see, my lord is far from here. It makes my healing limited. But perhaps in time. And she goes back to tending to his bandages. Indeed. Why, um, just, just, just one, one question. Uh, why are you here? And why now? Because it is time for change in this world, Tommy. My lord senses it. And I am here to enact it. Or at least help shepherd it. There are many... Many paths to choose within this world. Many who would claim to have the answers. Only I speak truly. I am sure, and I mean no offence, I'm sure you believe you do. Like I'm sure they all do as well. But whether or not you're right is not my place to say. Just interesting that we uh, we split up with our friend Rogar and you turn up just at the right moment just to save all these people. Uh, were you looking for him? Is that this, you know, you uh, are you on a quest together with him? Is that right? Not my business, really. Just just interested. Your friend Rogar shines like a beacon to me. He is easy to seek. It took me longer than I would have liked. It was rather advantageous to arrive when I did, else I may have been too late. Too late for what? To save him from the, from the gnolls? It seems destruction was arrayed against him and your people. And this, uh, this destruction, this is um, against what you believe. You are after chaos, surely chaos and destruction hand in hand. The demons want no change to this world. They merely want death, endless death and slaughter. That is not my way. That is not my Lord's way. Change and chaos are intertwined. Worlds break apart and are reformed into something greater. That is the guiding hand upon this land that I wish to be. I do not agree with our demonic friends who are arrayed against you. And so I will smite them down when I see them. So, okay. Enemy of my enemy. 
Well, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking, but I don't Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, we'll uh, leave you to your to your work, and I guess. Uh, nice to meet you, Lysandra. A pleasure to meet you both. She sort of nods to you both and get, gets back to work. Um, I go to, well, walk away with Tommy and be like, well, at least she saved the group of them, I guess. I... I mean, everyone could have died. Yeah, um, she doesn't seem... She's not... She's not Rogar, but then she's not... I guess this is what a sane follower of the Whispering Man seems like. Or a charismatic one. Perhaps, yeah. I don't know. I don't trust her. Keep an eye on her. To be fair, dude, you don't trust anybody. I'm not even sure you trust me. Put it this way. Crash out. <laughs> put, 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 it, put it this way. Right now, person I trust most, apart from R4 here, and I, 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 fl- I flick in the finger guns, is Solara. <laughs> I know. I know unless, unless she's playing a fucking blinder of a long game, she has no fucking clue she is, so she has no ulterior motive. <laughs> you, probably next. And after you, even though it fucking pains me to say it, is the fucking guard Captain Emmerich. Because, I was going to say Emmerich. <laughs> because, because fucking hell, like, like <laughs> nine months ago, if I had said that, fucking person I trust the most is the captain of the guard of the fucking city of Varadin, fucking cobblestone would put my head through a table. But God rest his soul. Don't, we Tell don't him know. rest his soul. We, we <laughs> don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Let's not touch on that. But look, <laughs> I next up it's you though. I don't so know. Much, dude. Well, he says a fuckload more than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> look, I I put I put her and Rogard down right down the very bottom of the pile right now. At least there's only one of them. Well, two of them now. Cheers. Well, I mean, we don't know about Martin, <laughs> so I'm just like, at least there's only two of them. I, 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 I'll rephrase that out of character. I mean, Tommy trusts Rogar to do untrustworthy things. If that's if that helps, I, I, I trust you to be to be honest to yourself and do do things that that benefit yourself. Yeah. But I, 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 and I, and I, and I trust you to have our back in a fight at the moment. But that's about it. I tell you what, I save the p. Pe- I save single-handedly. Save. I, I, I think. I think Lysandra single-handedly <laughs> saved the people of Varadin. Uh, I think ha- have it after I saved them. After Varadin is not a place; it is a people, and I am feeding the people. I have saved the people. And the whole him helping us when in a fight. I mean, what about Varys? He's just Varys. Still, he would have been fine. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true. <laughs> uh, it's true. We, 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 we don't know about that, but no, yeah. we don't. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Things, things, things are going away from what we signed up for, and really, we're we're kind of heading, starting to head in different directions. But I, I I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like thinking. Right, we, we we completely don't trust him. We should we should we should fuck off and do our own thing. But I'm I'm just thinking we should keep an eye on it. That's all. That's what that's what I'm what, what Tommy's going for. I I I'm still of the opinion that we need to get to um to our country estate. That's because Rogar hasn't told us about all the people that are at our country estate. 
There are people at our country estate. Do we know about that? Sorry. No, we don't. I, I do. Yeah. He hasn't told us. He doesn't tell no, us he, shit. He <laughs> We Why didn't, would you, we you didn't ask about our shit. We, <laughs> we told you anyway. Um, yeah, and, and you wonder why we don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> um, pertinent information. Anyway. Oh, I've got two days to tell you yet. Yeah. In, in any case. <laughs> Should we rest up and still so we can um, yeah, I, I, head out tomorrow? I think I might take a turn on watch with the with the guards. And I, I might... I'll get, I'll get off, off, off war on watch with the guards, yeah. Keep an eye out, because it'd be nice to have one of us um, awake and prepared. Although he's, he's, he'll still be powered down, but, you know, he can, he can still watch. Okay. Uh, I, don't mind, I don't mind mucking in on that as well, actually, putting a watch in. And, you know, I might... Uh... I don't know. I mean, th- things, we, 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 we know that things are afoot. There's, there's definitely um, enemies abound at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. Go on. I'm more likely to watch Solara sleep. To be fair, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I don't know if that's creepy or not. I think. I think. I think. Right now, it's kind of creepy. Don't give a shit. She doesn't she really know who creepy. you are. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> <laughs> Too creepy. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when, when Bonk was saying that, you know, it's... Um... <laughs> Get in the bag! Yeah, exactly. Get in the bag. <laughs> that, uh, that, that, that's how I approach the whole, hey, would you like, you know, would you like a mentor? I go, get in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I, had, I, had an even, I had a much different idea, and I'm, uh, I'm glad that Cooks and Spelt Cup, because uh, I don't think it would have gone down well. <laughs> That's what I'm here for, as you do. I mean, I mean, I mean, you, 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 you can't, uh, you can't blue balls us now. What, so... what my idea was? <laughs> yeah, go on. Right, I was, right. Coulson can cut it if he doesn't like this. Um, so what I was, <laughs> you know, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. Right, what I was gonna do, right, is I was gonna, I, I was gonna, you know, I was gonna offer her. A rat to come for a ride on Dwayne, right? And then while I opened the air, I was going to sing a whole new world from Aladdin, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I was genuinely sat here contemplating: Do I learn all the words to a whole new world? How do you not know all the words to a whole new world? Because I've only seen Aladdin like three times, and <gasps> one of those I was too busy laughing at Ali Brown because he was crying. <laughs> um, he was. <laughs> Um, so i don't know all the words well no the better thing you would have had to do is just replace all the lyrics like i can show you the world all covered in tentacles (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh, you know this way is much better (laughs) yeah Yeah, sure at least least for 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 our listeners ears yeah. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? I'm, I might, I might, might set myself that as homework. <laughs> Go for the, it. Um, the GTMP lyrics to a whole new world. Go for it. <laughs> do it. Put it on the Discord. <laughs> Will do. Yeah. Uh-huh. You have to sing it. No, fuck that. You can sing it. <laughs> you can actually sing. <laughs> it's like saying, oh, okay, I, 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 I don't know. What kind? What are you not very good at doing, Flo? Um. Bring it, dude. 
Yeah, it's a very <laughs> bad a dangerous <laughs> question. <laughs> I think it takes the wife, isn't it? You know. Um, uh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Get used to do something you're not very good at, hey? Huh? Huh? Uh, uh. Fuck it, you know, it's not worth being the dog ass for the rest of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do a podcast with your wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's your tip for anybody else that wants to start up a podcast. Uh, it's, it's pr- probably a smart move. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's so, nice to share hobbies, but, you know. Mm. <laughs> You're getting dangerously close to working together. Exactly. <laughs> so I just, just, yeah, it's not a good idea. Mm. Uh, okay, so. Taking watches and sort of thinking, well, again, I'm going to move us forward a few days here because going across the plains, though you're out in the open, it's actually surprisingly quiet, almost suspiciously so, one might say as a DM. And as you and your group are making your way across the plains, the next stop here will be at your estate. So is there anything you want to do across the two days? Talk to Rogar and see if he's going to fucking mention that the estate has got other assholes in it. Uh, I probably will mention it at some point. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll, we'll probably get on at you for not telling us already. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, maybe maybe around like early morning, day two. Are we, um, and, and, and are we going to notice Martin at any point? I will say at some point you look over to the, uh, the Millshire group and like the caravans and you see a man dressed extravagantly well this kingpin looking motherfucker sat on top of um where the driver would normally sit but he sat next to him with his feet up on the the wooden block sipping a cool drink (laughs) yes fucking hell who's big and tall over there he's such a bro (laughs) fucking hell so a mountain in human form i mean does he sound like father eli I say, are you asking me these questions or just saying it to each other? Um, I, I, I don't know. Am, am, I, am I with you? I'm guessing I'm with you. I have no idea because I didn't know. Because if Martin sat up there, I, I half the time expected him to be with me, you know, just throwing it up. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and Jess, obviously. So she's walking around like, you know, like like a squire would. You know, she goes and gets me water and stuff. And yeah. I, you know, Lazy and bastard. <laughs> what in in return she gets knowledge and power yeah if you want to spend the next two days trying to teach her the absolute basics of holding a sword and things like that that's fine yeah. i mean that can be your actions over the next two days to give her the the absolute basic training of this is the pointy end this is the bit you grab swing yeah. like this i mean definitely you know, if if i kind of if I, if i see any of that then um yeah i might be tempted to kind of join in you know, not, not 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 in terms of teach you anything religious or anything like that, but kind of also with the sword play. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm maybe maybe, 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 I, maybe I can I can sort of spar with Rogar a bit, and I'll show her kind of because Rogar's Rogar's about strength fighting, and she's yeah. not going to be very strong at this point. So I'm going to kind of kind of throw in some 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 dexterous moves, some moves that you know use the opponent's weight against them, can 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 swing up inside a guard. Um, yeah, use, using her speed and, and height, she can get up up underneath and round like that, yeah. that kind of thing. So I'm yeah. going to teach her to I'm kick people in the balls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because we're both women. So I'm just going to teach her that. Well, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm partly assuming you guys remember who she is. So yeah, we we do. I mean, I don't think I, we, know, so we, know, we know that you're more attention to her. Yeah, 
I mean, I don't think we know you're specifically apprenticing her. No, um, no, but you know, but you could understand why that might not show her more favour, but you know, might try and keep her entertained and keep her, you know, try and keep her spirits up almost. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which very you, nice of you. It is very nice of me because I am a true hero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's never going to die until Rogan. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <Which> time. <laughs> you know, you know that's, that's the one thing he loses next time. <laughs> His hero complex. <laughs> Please, Callum oh. Moore, let him die. <laughs> To be fair, uh, you now know Cookson's just going to make me have more of a hero complex. He so. didn't give you a hero complex. That was your own fucking volition, that is. <laughs> I am playing insanity as I see fit. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you could all help train her up. I mean, she's after the, the first night of not really knowing what to do with the idea, she does take to the training pretty eagerly. She has no skill whatsoever, but she is trying to learn as best she can. That's cool. Is it, I mean, I don't. You can't just give somebody skill, but you know, the more she, the more she trains, the better she gets. You know, mm-hmm. it? practice, practice makes perfect. I'll yeah. Definitely, yeah. I'll definitely use that. I never assume because to assume it makes an ass out of you and me. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And there's no I in team except for the one inside the A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you train her up, and I mean, you all take turns trying to help her and teach her things, and I'll say it goes reasonably well. And at this moment, it's it's such basic stuff that anyone could eventually pick it up. So I mean, you can take turns doing that over the two days. I'd also I'd say you come back to Martin because we we didn't actually. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we 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 asked we asked who um who the uh, you know the the, the the fucking unit was <laughs> at the back. Um. The, he's got the same accent as Father Eli. Oh, you mean my good friend Martin? Yes, he's such a class guy. Martin is my bro. I'm telling you now, he's a class, class operator. I mean, just, just, just look at him and his regalness. Right. So I'm guessing you had plenty of dealings on your adventures as well, then. Plenty of dealings, plenty of musings. You know, there was a, there was a, there was a funny thing with a gentleman who thought he was a snake, and also for some reason thought I was a cat. But uh, you cool. never know. All right. Oh, oh, it's just, just, just. I mean, we're not sure if this is just Rogar's insane musings, um, or whether this is like, you know, the truth. So we're just like, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll shout up to mine, Martin, Tommy, Sophia. Solara, though she doesn't know she's Solara, but she is. He uh, tips his uh, head towards all of you. Well met, new friends. Well met. Uh... Your accent is very peculiar. You don't. Oh fuck, Bloodholm. You're not from Blood, there, are you? Bloodholm. Well, I haven't called Bloodholm my home for a long time, but yes, when I was a child, I grew up there. It's a small world, isn't it? It is indeed. We're not too far away from it, I suppose. A few days travel. Yeah, I don't really want to go back there, to be honest. Uh, yeah, most of uh, most of them are dead, mate. Sorry about that. Uh, partly my work, partly Rogar's, partly Sophia's. Uh, yeah, they. Um... It was the light. That's all we can say about that. 
I, I take absolutely no responsibility for the death of many people. You never do, dude. But you, you, you did kill many people. I killed like two. I thought you were you were you were around dusting the fools outside the where, where we were sorting the light out. Yeah, I only got to one. Oh, I thought you were, <laughs> that. You were like miles away. <laughs> Plus, I had a pretty sure you dusted a few on the way back down the hill. I thought you picked. Listen back to that episode now. <laughs> as we, as we I'm around, pretty sure I killed one. <laughs> you're wandering down the hill. I, I, I have a feeling you you might have um like ashed at least one more or maybe a couple more. Plus, there was the town centre. Oh yeah, you, kill, you killed, you killed quite a few there. We just treated it as a mob. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so yeah. I, I, I mean, in in fairness, I can't expect you to remember everyone you've killed. So, mm. no, that would be quite difficult. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'll, 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 I'll if, 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 if you, you did, if you did interrupt, I will remind you that yes, you did. Um, but so did we all, and you know, they deserved it. Oh, I must say, that's quite a pity, but hey, they were small-town people with small-town minds. You can't expect them to uh, go on to do too many great things. Only every once in a while does a diamond escape that rough, and uh, I think I was this generation's. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely were, bro! Yes! I mean, you certainly dress like it, sir. Oh, you like these? You like these? Oh, yes, I had them uh, specially made. A good friend gave me the boots, though. Nice little present from him. They're uh, elven made, don't you know? I'll, I'll have a little look. Oh, very nice. They look a little bit like your cloak, Tommy. Same sort yeah, of they, they, they do, actually. Uh, do they um, have any special effects? Oh, they make me as silent as a church mouse. Hmm, yeah, got a. Uh, they are very similar to my cloak. Then should give those to um, Rogars. Fucking out, he clatters around something buggery. I mean, y- y- you could, but I don't know if it really is going to do much. Can't polish a turd. <laughs> I always got the impression my friend Rogar here likes to make a dramatic entrance. Doesn't seem stealth has ever been your specialty, right, buddy? <laughs> that is absolutely right, my friend. There's something that Rogar doesn't do. I don't do stealth. Yeah, he's, he's never been much good at it. Hmm. So uh, you guys must go way back then, seeing as you are such good buddies and all. Oh, a little while, but uh, I'd like to say that we became fast friends. Isn't that true? <laughs> that is definitely right. You just sometimes, you know, when when you're speaking the same language, you just click. And we are bros of the best kind. Did you tell them the story about how we took on the Temple of the Snake Man? That is a, a great tale, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a fantastic tale. Guys, guys, do you want to hear a story? I mean, uh, we've got two days. Fuck it, why not? I mean, uh, yeah. I say, I think, I think between the two of us, we could tell that story in quite a... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Dramatic isn't the right word. Uh, you, it, quite, uh, sorry. Yeah, yes. Fanful, yes. heavily, heavily embellished. Oh, <laughs> they they weave a tale about how they they met up in a town called Scorchhaven. They were betrayed by a close friend who attempted to turn them over to the guards. They fought their way out against the vile snake men. They tried to summon their evil snake god upon them, but uh, Martin and Rogar 
cast the vile betrayer into the mouth of the snake god and they were running down this golden temple as it was exploding in the background it is the biggest pile of shit you've ever heard <laughs> but it's so much of a pile of shit you don't know if any detail of it is true so it's a michael bay film then Basically, yeah, they recount a Michael Bay film. <laughs> I mean, uh, Things are exploding for no reason. I mean, there's a moment where Rogar is leaning out the side of a spaceship, and Martin jumps and grabs his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it uh, it sounds sounds yeah yeah very. Um, you had a good time then. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see why you guys are such good friends i mean made for each other yeah i, I thought um yeah i thought uh Solar and sophia were made for each other but you guys i mean wow well, it is rare in this world that you find good friends and it's good, good to meet the pair of you too and uh i hope we too become fast friends yeah well uh i mean i've got to be honest you're and it's no offense to you mate but your your accent is uh giving me slight uh ptsd uh but i think that's just because we had quite a lot of fun at your old your old village so apologies for that you yeah you, sh- you seem like a nice guy um yeah i'm sure we'll be uh sure we'll be friends uh i mean I, you can't really see tommy's face but you know tommy's tommy's trying to be friendly <laughs> <laughs> well what reasons you have not to be friendly it's because because tommy doesn't trust anyone and and this 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 guy is like like overly friendly with you He's a tank as well, and he's and he's and he's and he's and he's 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 a fucking machine as well. Look at the size of him. <laughs> so I I am in awe of the size of this lad. <laughs> and mostly his accent. It just, yeah. It yeah, just, his, 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 his accent kind of throw throw me off a little bit because I you know, but also <laughs> I, I I do do feel like you know, if I stabbed him with my short sword, I still wouldn't reach his internal organs. It would just be a toothpick. No, I, I, I just, I just hit, I just hit the hilt, and he'd just be smiling at me. Because <laughs> this guy is, uh, yeah, uh, a, a walking mountain. <laughs> so if, if you don't know who Kingpin is from the Marvel comics, you should go look him up because he, he's pretty much like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, it was a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Tommy, and you too, Sophia, Solara, and I believe your name was R four. I hope that we have. I hope that this is the beginning of a a wonderful relationship between the the group of us. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so do I. So do I. You be a great trip. I mean, I guess we could. We we might get a chance to get to know him a little bit more on the journey over the next couple of days. Just general hmm. chit chat and stuff. Yeah. General chit chat is pretty much just me and him telling wild ass stories that you have no idea if they're real or not. I mean that's so, so so like normal with you, just with backup, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just with like the most charismatic backup. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's it's like if my sword joined in the conversation. You know? Yeah, Maybe we didn't know your sword talks to him. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean Martin certainly doesn't make his stories seem any more credible, but he makes them more entertaining, <laughs> as you uh, learn over the next couple of days. <laughs> Okay, so that's it, I suppose, if we, uh, we're travelling forward. Indeed. As the oh, caravan moves uh, on. And we're still pissed at you for not telling us sooner that there's some people at our 
No, 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 no. I don't know that, that there is some people there. I know that Thomas Warwick is supposed to be there, but it would appear that the security detail that he had tried to employ got brutally murdered on the way to try and protect him. So whether he's still there or not, I don't know. Oh, fair enough. Less pissed off with you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, 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 don't be, don't be, don't be too annoyed with Rogar before you have the vaccine. <laughs> you know, Rogo's your friend. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so yes, as you learned that the the castle or fortress and uh, estate might be uh, a little bit more occupied than you'd hoped, but maybe less occupied than uh, Mr. Warwick intended, you make your way closer to it, and in, on the second day, as you uh, after you travel for a few hours, you notice the temperature drops quite dramatically as you're getting much further to the north now. The sky gets that kind of cold, grey look to it. Your breath starts to freeze in front of you. You see bits of snow falling in the distance, and far to the distance now, you can start making out the Crown of the World Mountains, a rather nasty set of frozen peaks quite far from here. But you are definitely heading to the cold north, and as you get towards late afternoon, early evening, the caravan group of you, these refugees, these guards, and uh, our players here, finally set sight upon their new home. And I'm going to show you all a picture. Ooh. You should all see that, I think. Ooh. Ooh, fancy. Ooh, that's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Literally, because it's really cold. Yeah. So across the frozen lands... Getting quite close to the mountain ranges that you see further out into the distance, you spot a quite impressive fortified estate. It seems to contain a full complement of defences, defence towers, ramparts, walls, a form of drawbridge and a gatehouse, a impressively large main castle in the centre where presumably... Thomas Warwick makes his home. There are defensive spires. This this place is huge. And you can see the wall surrounding the main building is large enough that it must have multiple smaller buildings around it, enough for people to live. Probably the people who staff the castle or work there, maybe stables, blacksmiths, bakers, people who prepare food, clothing, cleaning, all those sorts of things that you need if you're going to have a remote estate, it's, you don't want anyone coming near. It is quite the gain. As you're a little bit taken aback by the sheer size of this thing, that's only getting bigger as you guys get closer and closer. When you're within about, let's say, 120 feet away, you notice, one, there are lights on within the castle, which now that Rogos told you, um, about Warwick being here. That's not unsurprising. Oh, what is surprising is that the main gates are open and you can see some smoke just coming up over some of the walls. Ah, shit. Hmm. My, uh... not just from the chimneys, no? You couldn't tell until you get inside. Hmm. So, like, we might have been a bit too late. Right. Uh, better call, um, call Emmerich up and get the... Uh... Get the guards um, arranged around the convoy. 
maybe um, maybe pause them outside the gate and we'll scout in ahead. Well, I was thinking just before before we get there, I can always do a flyover. Dwayne! Dwayne. Yeah. I've not dismissed Dwayne yet, so he is still wandering around. I'm let's um, let's 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 form form up the camp um, with the with the ra- wagons protecting us. So w- wagons around the outside, people in the middle, um, in case in case your flyby um, attracts whoever's inside to come charging out. Uh, and then yeah, you you go on a scout, and we'll um, we'll get ready to to do a m- more in depth scout on foot if if you can't see much from above. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys gather up. Um, the guards are quickly briefed on uh, the possible danger up ahead and they start suggesting that maybe the civilian should get back from the castle and start to be at a bit safer distance. But Rogar, as you take off to scout out and you do a quick fly over the walls, you notice that the walls are pretty undefended. Um, Whether because Warwick's additional security never arrived or because they're dead, you're not entirely certain. But doing a swoop around, you do see dead noble guardsmen in the streets that surround this main building, you see a few buildings are indeed on fire. And I don't know how close do you want to get to the main building? Are you trying to get quite close, or is that enough? Um, yeah, go on. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get, I'll, I'll get close enough just to have a quick, you know, to 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 have a look. As you kind of swing Dwayne around in the air, your giant bat sort of gliding on these cold winds. You do see that the main castle door is also open, and you can see one dead Varadin noble guard and another guard who is in the process of dying as a large orc is just slowly pushing a blade through his chest. You watch as he gasps and dies not too far away from you, but you're in the air and seemingly unnoticed at the moment. Uh, hmm. I don't... Do I go and ask him? What do you reckon, guys? Well, the orc? Yeah. Hey, buddy. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm... I mean, I, I don't know if we should... I don't know if we should alert them that we're here yet. But Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's, it's kind, of, kind of up to what Rogar would, would do. Is he, is he going to, like, come back and um, get everyone else to... You know the the um the fighters of the party, the the the, the combat ready of the party to to go and go in a bit more um mob handed and see what's going on, or is he is he going to do something else? Mm. Yeah, go on. I think I'll just do like another. You know, I want to say like another perception check almost, just to see um you know if there's anything else that I can spot that's particularly standing out to me, and if not, I'll head back and let. Um, you know, let the other party members know what I've seen and what's going on. Um, I'll say this, doing a sort of flyover, you don't see too much going on outside. Um, I say, apart from a few buildings that have been set on fire, most of whatever is attacking here must have headed towards the castle. The right. streets seem pretty empty, apart from dead noble guards. Shit. Right. Uh, go up to... So I can see that they're basically they're storming towards the castle. Mm-hmm. Shit. Um, I don't really want to help save the people in the castle, um, but I also don't just want to jump into whatever might be there. Um, so, yeah, I'll fly back, let them know what I've, you know, let the people know what I've seen, um, you know, and that obviously something is attacking this place. 
Sorry, could you repeat what you saw of them attacking? I, I, I missed, I cut out a bit for that. Um, basically, orcs that he's seen are heading towards and inside the castle. It seems that whatever forces are attacking here is already inside. Did you did you see numbers? Not outside, no. Because no. they're inside. So I'll come back. Let well, basically, let let the the the, the main group know, um, and probably. Well, I'm guessing the four, five of us will go in. Nah, it's a lost cause. I wouldn't say it's a lost cause. I was just saying that, you know, if I'd let you guys know, um, you know, that obviously the orcs have attacked this place because I've seen a few of the dead bodies and whatnot, like you've said, um, and that I'll, you know, I'm pretty sure they're inside the castle itself. And then we can come up with an idea of who's going to, you know, go in, basically. I mean, we, we, we've got we've got to go see what the damage is. I think at least uh, find out what we've what we've inherited because this is our place now. Um, yeah. And I think, uh, well, it makes most sense for the guards to take the take the civilians to somewhere a little bit more defensible if they pull back. Um, I don't know. We we've been on the plains for a while. Is there is there any woodland around somewhere where they can kind of be out of sight? Um, this area, it's it's a few scattered trees there's not too much out of sight here they can go back a little bit maybe uh post up during a little bit of uh rockier ground and try hide back there yeah maybe just 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 find somewhere somewhere out of like obvious sights of a ravaging party of orcs you know because what we don't want to do is to go inside the um inside this place scout it out and find out the main body of the orcs come around the outside spot our civilians and just slaughter them is, yeah. uh, that, that, would, that would feel like a bit of bit of wasted time. So if we if we post them there with the guards, and then those of us who can um, who can do some damage can go inside, which is which is um, the usual party. Is uh, Lysandra and Martin going to join us, or just Lysandra? So Lysandra will go up to Rogar actually, while you as you guys are trying to make battle plans, and she'll say to you, "She'll keep the flock safe." Yeah. But then she leans in close and whispers in your ear, Rogar, show them your strength. Show them there is nothing to fear. Show them what they can accomplish with your power. And then walks away back to the uh, the people. Okay. she talking about us or is she talking about... When is she just talking to Rogar? No, no, no. I mean, yeah, but metagaming. Is she talking about us or is she talking about the orcs? Oh, you mean? I mean, I see what you mean, though, uh, Flay. You, you meant is she showing? Is she show, show show his power over us or his power over the orcs? Oh, I think she's she implying was. power over the orcs. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, mm. <laughs> okay, that that's okay. I think I, I think I know what I've got to do. Right. Um. So we going in? Is Martin is Martin staying with the flock as well? Ah, uh, up to you guys. You can invite Martin along if you want. He's not going to volunteer, but uh, you can ask him. <laughs> To be fair, if he's if he's not going to volunteer, I'm quite I, you know uh, I'm not going to put you know I, I'm not going to willingly I'm, I'm not going to just put him forward for it you know as far as I'm concerned this is my you know this is you know this is something that our house I, yes our house but it's you know with <laughs> what Lysandra just said to me it's something that I need to take on so I'm not going to be like oh yeah Mark can come along too. I mean, I, if, if, in fairness, I, I, I will, I will point it out if, if you, if you don't, if you're not going to do so, because after, after listening to your stories for two days about how you guys 
effectively saved the entire dreamlands together <laughs> i'd be like why is, why is martin not coming along surely like he's your um brother from another mother you know inseparable um fighting together to the end is he just gonna fucking hang back <laughs> it always pays to have backup plans my friend and there's nobody i trust more than my friend mine not even uh Lysandra, the one that actually fucking killed all the gnolls different stories Right. Okay. Right. So, 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 Tommy, Tommy now disbelieves everything that Rogar told him on the way. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to push him on it, but, but, but he obviously, <laughs> it was obviously all bollocks, <laughs> even the bits that were probably true. Martin's on like his fifth drink of the morning and is just kind of like leaning back against a rock. And I wish you all well, success, <laughs> and I toast your victory in the morning. Super, super useful friends you got there, Rogar. <laughs> super useful. Hey, the more you know. I've just got a big sm- smile because I know that means absolute fuck all. Yes. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, so I'm going to um, kind of, yeah, talk, I think everyone's going to get do their pre-battle preparations, I guess, or pre-combat if anyone needs to do anything. Probably Prayers good and shit. To do that, that now. Done in the morning. Uh, load up, load up guns. Just make sure you know. So, so, we, so we, we've done all our all our prep, and we're ready to go in. I'm, I'm fully prepped. I've got Dwayne and all my second level spell slots still as well. So, booyah! Well, as, as we all, as we all do, it's new day. Indeed, everyone is back at full. Everyone is fully rested. You guys are good to go. Okay, so uh, should I, uh, should I make my way a little bit ahead of everyone? Try and stealth it, see what, see what I can see. To be fair, I might take to the skies and, um, you know, just, just in case I can see anything, you know, um, I can almost guide you guys a little bit because they can't see me up in the sky. So, you know, do, you know, do you know what I mean? You know, if something's coming around one corner, I can tell you guys to wait and stuff like that. So you, so you, yes, you're, um, you're, you're being the AC-130. And, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, in Modern Warfare. Cool. <laughs> and um, he can speak message, I guess, because sending stone you can only use it like once a day. So yeah, you can you can you can say message just whenever you want, can't you? Yeah, yeah. So cool. And uh, I, I I guess it makes sense for me to head just slightly ahead of everyone else stealthing and everyone else. I mean, I would say all of us stealth, but then we have R four. I'm um, you 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 can all stealth, but. I don't think it's yeah. Uh, Tommy's stealth is a bit different. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we could we could potentially leave our four behind if you wanted to try and stealth it. No. I mean, it almost. It, it, to be fair, it seems a bit more of a strike team thing than it does, you know, anything else. I don't know if that's if it's just me who sees it like that, but it seems like we've got to get in relatively quietly and unseen and take well, out. Yeah. The head- we don't know what's in there or what yeah. we're coming, coming to face. And we don't want to alert everything if there's a whole army the other yeah. side. Take, that we see. Um, Martin's shoes off him then. Give uh, no. them to <laughs> <laughs> I will not take his shoes off him. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in the air. I'm, I'm going back to camp and I'm going <laughs> to rub, rub his shoes um, off him. <laughs> you, you're welcome to try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty healthy. Um, no, let's, um, let's, let's, let's leave. I might regret this, but should we leave R four behind? Because um, he's only going to clank around. And, yeah, um, can do. 
Where are and, you leaving him? Outside the whole area or just in the streets as you head towards the uh, castle? I can't really call him back. That's the thing. Mm. Um, I don't know. Should I, should I just leave him with, with everyone else? Yeah, um, yeah you, can you can do. Extra guard back there. Are we yeah. bringing Emmerich with us then, maybe? No, Emmerich's more... The only reason I say you'd leave Emmerich is he's like, he is the, the tactician. How, how, what's, what's Jeff's stealth like? I wonder. Uh, not great. He is just a standard guard. I mean, it, it's he's not got disadvantage. I don't think hmm. he is a a dude. I might be tempted to bring Jeff along. Okay, well, bring Jeff. We'll bring Jeff. We'll leave bring... R four. Yep. We'll leave Emric because he's like I say, he's like the tactician guy. So he'll be the one who will know, you know, what's yeah. He can he can, to do. he can coordinate the the defense properly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, let's bring let's bring Jeff along. <laughs> Okay. Jeff can Why come not? along with you guys. Why not? Let's send it extra. Let's bring him along. He's a red shirt, isn't he? Well, yeah, probably. But, um, <laughs> but I don't know. He's, he's, he's more likely to more likely to to do better at stealth than our force. So. Mm. True. <laughs> Clanky metal man. And Rogar, which is why Rogar's flying, which makes sense. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. We all, should we all stealth? Or... Yeah, mate. Well, all, all you, all the ground people should stealth, I guess. Yeah, you don't suppose it really matters if I stealth or not. So I'll, I'll still head up a little bit ahead of everyone else, just because it makes more sense to do that. Um, because if other people, other things have got decent passive perception, they might not see me, but they might see everyone else. So um, a twenty-eight from Tom. Mm-hmm. Fifteen from me. Twenty-one from Solara. How, how is Solara so stealthy all of a sudden? Got no armor. <laughs> It's just in, it's just in like a, a dress. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jeff with a nineteen. Nice. Natural eighteen. Has he showed me up? Good lad. <laughs> it's because because we're moving out of the woods. You see, Sophia, you're much better at stealthing in the woods. But when we get yeah, into kind of built-up areas, you know, you, you're wearing all green against like yeah. stone. Say, <laughs> twigs ain't gonna help you out here. <laughs> so you guys start making your way through the castle as you go past these big broken doors that led into the fortified estates and it is a, a rather horrifying scene as you walk through the streets you see multiple dead guards wearing the varied noble armor that you've seen previously and there, there's a I suppose a few moments of almost flashback to the last time you saw Varadin with uh, soldiers and guardsmen and city watch all being just slaughtered in the streets by angels and divine hand soldiers especially Jeff is a little bit uncomfortable seeing so many dead former Varadinian soldiers you see very few orc bodies as you walk up it seems they were quite efficient in their slaughter you see a few buildings that are on fire, but it's not too bad. A lot of this place is built of stone, so maybe you'll have to repair some rooftops, fix some windows, that sort of thing. Eventually you get up to the castle proper, and the orc that was stood there earlier killing a killing a guardsman is no longer there, presumably gone inside. And, I mean, Rogar, you're going to have to land to get inside as well. Is Dwayne coming in with you? Question. Is there, is there any windows that I can see in? Um, you know, or maybe have a look in. You can go have a look in some windows, sure. Yeah, I think it's, it's worth having a bit of a gander. Mm-hmm. Sure, so I mean, as you, if you fly up 
and you take a look through some of the windows. Um, you see a lot of bedrooms. It's a very big house. <laughs> um, so a few things that you see as you're kind of flying around. You see up near the top of one of the spires, you see what looks like a part of a library. And above that, something that looks like a bit of a laboratory. Ooh. On the main chunk of the building, you see multiple bedrooms. Those are at least the, uh, the outwardly facing ones. Um, around the back, you see some servants' quarters and what looks like a, a training ground out in the open. Okay. And a building next to it that you would guess is probably some sort of small barracks. Okay. Uh, that's the best you can do from a flyby without going inside. Right, okay. So I didn't I didn't see anything particularly, like, speaking out to me. This is the room of Thomas Warwick or anything. No, like going around... Bedrooms. You saw some bedrooms that are quite fancy. Any one of them could have been his, but you don't notice any people inside of them, and you don't notice any attackers inside. Interesting. You do see uh, Tom, Thomas Warwick's banner flying from a few of the uh, spires, though, which is a a crying mask on a nice blue background. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to land, Anna. Um, are you gonna are you gonna you know message us with anything or? Uh, well, I'll let you guys know that I genuinely can't see any attackers in the spires that I've looked round. Um, so maybe there's like a great hall or something in the middle of it. I don't. I don't know. I, I can only assume there's something like that. So that might be where they are, or either that, or maybe they're under underneath the castle somewhere. Maybe tunnels or something. Yeah. So. I guess. I guess. I, uh, what, I, what I might do is, uh, if, before I come down and land, is in in a message to you guys, to just say, do you want me to start from the top? Because obviously I'm not stealthy like you lot. Hmm. You know, so me and Dwayne can go in from one side, and you know, from I'd, I'd, I'd say if, if I can if I can go back to you, I'd say, um, yeah, if you can land at the top, that's great. Uh, but hang fire, let me have a quick nosy inside to see what we're coming up against. Okay. Can you smell anything? Just for a um a sense of scale here, though, when we're talking the top of this castle, you're talking about a good seven or eight floors up. The main bulk of the main chamber is probably only three floors up, but this castle is quite big. I might. Well, you, you might, um, we might want to go in together then. Yeah, we're definitely going to be separated. Yeah. Right, okay, that's fine. That's don't, fine don't, 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 don't want any of us getting overwhelmed or getting into a fight with the other ones, like, you know, gotta, 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 gotta climb down, like, six stories to get to the fight, or climb up six stories to get to the fight. Well, what I might do is I'll I'll land and I'll come with you guys and I'll send Dwayne back up to the top for, and see if he can get in through one of the windows and see you know and he can have yeah. a he can That's have a wander around. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Is that, does that sound alright, Cookson? Yeah, you can send Dwayne up to try smash through a window somewhere. Does he regain health like we all do when we sleep and stuff? Um, no, I don't. Well, I don't know actually. I don't think it does, but you could always have resummoned him in time because it's not like he. Um, okay. You've had like four days since you summoned him, so. Oh yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll just say he's it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Uh, so if you're going to come to, come down and join us, then Rogar, I'll um I'll I guess the doors open. The doors are open as you walk up these large stone steps into this quite impressive-looking castle. Um, you're not a big fan of the big blue banners with the House Warwick symbol on them, but otherwise this was a very well-kept, very expensive-looking uh, piece of real estate. And 
as you're walking inside, unfortunately, the the slaughter continues as you see multiple dead guardsmen. In here, you do see a few dead orcs, a couple of dead ogres. Um, one dead orc who looks a lot beefier than the other ones seems uh, have some sort of berserker or something. And you see a, a dozen dead guardsmen as you're walking through the halls. Now, what is the approach here? Is Tommy the only one stealthing? Are you all trying to stealth? What's going on? Uh, let's say, well, Tommy's going to Tommy's gonna stealth, kind of clear a good room or two, and then come back to let the others know, it's, it, you know, there's, there's nothing there. What, what I basically don't want to do is is get ambushed. So Tommy's kind of, at least if, if you guys are happy with that, um, just kind of methodically moving through, checking a room, and then calling the others through. So, you know, they're, they're always far enough back that they're not going to kind of blunder into anything. You could take Solara, just in case, you know. Well, if yeah, if it, she, she's, she seems to have done very well. Solara and, um, yeah, the two of us could kind of scope out the area. Okay, so Tommy and Solara are going first. So the rest of you guys just following normally a bit distance back? Yeah. How far back? Um, let him get, let him get, what, 60? 60 feet, yeah, 60 feet. Ahead, yeah. Um, or, 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 you know, a kind of a room or, or, or so, so that so there's enough distance between between what we might encounter, what we might see up ahead, and then behind for us to kind of go back and warn them. So they'll only be moving into rooms we've already checked, so they're not likely to, um, to kind of trigger anything or um, alert anyone, at least yet, so far. Okay, so um, Tommy and Solara then roll me stealth as you move through the castle. Bye for Solara. Oh shit! Okay, shit. So I might, I might just, she might just. I'm guessing she knocks something over, and I'm just going to send her back because that's a 35 from Tommy, <laughs> which is a natural 20. <laughs> Tommy is, 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 you know, he's not even there. You can't tell he was there ever. <laughs> he's completely melted into the. <laughs> she doesn't actually see you anymore, so she gets a bit scared. After she knocks something and then just scuttles backwards. I think that makes sense. If she if she can crack something over, then yeah, we're just gonna send her back. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier fluke. Yeah. So I mean, as the pair of you try and move through this castle, checking doors, walking through these large stone hallways, uh, Tommy, you are incredibly stealthy. Unfortunately, Solara, not quite so much. But as you're approaching. Tommy, you do hear something not too far away into what does seem to be perhaps the main hall of this castle. You can hear shouting and noises. Not noises of battle, but voices. And as you're getting closer, you hear a, a crack, like almost like a bone snapping sort of crack. And then you hear a gasp of pain and whimpering. Is it talking in common? Yeah, you'd have to get closer to find out. I'll um... I'll send, well, if, if Solara's still with me, she, if I haven't already sent her back, she's, she's going back now anyway, and I'll, mo- I'll, I'll move forward and see, see if I can hear anything else. Oh, he's still 60 feet behind you. Well, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's say that, yeah, if, um, I, yeah, um, yeah, I, I guess so. I guess you, 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 you all, whatever, whatever it was, a room back or 60 feet, whichever makes more sense. It could be 60 feet back. It's just depending on your approach here is whether you're going to be in stealth or not, or whether you risk alerting whatever's in there. I'm going to, I'm going to stealth in myself. I'll st- stealth up to the door and have a look in. Mm-hmm. So Tommy, with your sneaking 
you uh, approach this grand hall, and it opens out before you, and it's very, very elaborate, very impressive. There are some large tables that were set out with food, clearly, for a, a midday meal with perhaps Warwick and his uh, advisors who've come here with him. You see in the distance a couple of ch- quite elaborate-looking chairs that were clearly supposed to be reminiscent of a throne, like this is set out like some old king's court. You think Warwick maybe has a, a touch of the nostalgia about his decor and such, uh, but it is no longer a pleasant scene, as not only do you see four dead guardsmen right next to the door, you see a host of enemies within this hall. You see zombified ogres, orcs, skeletons, some of those larger orcs you saw earlier, and in the far distance stood over a cowering Varadin noble, his mask broken on the floor, clearly grasping his wrist and mewling in pain. You see Thomas Warwick, and stood in front of him is a much older-looking orc. You see tufts of grey beard and hair coming out over these fur drawls that he's covered in. He's kind of hunched a little bit over, and he's got one hand, one gnarled-looking hand on a staff, and he presses staff down onto Warwick's wrist, which causes another yelp of pain, and you start hearing in common, You don't have to make this difficult. Tell us where they are, and perhaps we will spare you. Warwick starts just screaming in pain and manages to sob out a, I know. I don't know what you want. Take take anything, take anything at the castle. I, I, I don't know what you're looking for. I don't understand, I don't. You know what we want, human. We want your knowledge hidden in here. Where do you hide it? I, 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 I don't. He just starts whimpering and blubbering. He He's a man who is not used to pain or torture or any such thing. And you feel like he would happily tell them if he knew exactly what he was they were looking for but that's what you witness as you look into the great hall and yeah tommy what do you do can can you cast message no what i because i can't cast message Ooh. is it a spell can tommy do it Ooh, no why silent alarm yes character <laughs> yeah, it was the other character that, that, that was that was somewhat somewhat more useful to the kinds of things that cooks and makes his face. Um, <laughs> Tommy is great at combat. He is not great at anything else. Um, yeah. Okay. Horn of Silent Alarm. Yeah. Um, that's that's quite a lot of stuff, and that is also a battle map. But yes, Horn of Silent Alarm is what I, what I will do, and I will alarm um, them. Us. <laughs> I know. I will obviously. I will. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to alarm Thomas Warwick. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, go- I'm going to going to alarm uh, Sophia. Um, I, I think that's all it can do, can't it? I can just warn her. I don't. I don't, I don't think I can, don't know if I can put a message on it at all. I don't believe so. I think it's literally just a, a like a, an alarm in her head that she hears 
which I assume you've probably pre-agreed means danger up here. Yeah. Much danger. Sure, Will Robinson. Horn of Gondor. So, um, yeah, I mean, Tommy, as you look upon this scene, this array of enemies spread out before you, you, you pull the Horn of Silent Alarm out of your jacket, blow it in the direction of Sophia, and before we roll initiative, I think that's where we're going to end the episode. We'll right up here next week. <laughs> so many badgies. I mean, I mean, when you um, when you said, "Tell me, what do you do?" My first thought was, "Book it." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's that's a you know a um, a decent sized unit of a mixed bag of very um, nasty looking enemies. I mean, there are like two iron giant kind of things either side of the room as well. I'm like, I'm hoping they're just statues. They yeah. They're yeah. just statues. Yeah. <laughs> if, the, if the iron giants come alive, then we are booking it. <laughs> how, how many enemies we got in here? One, two, three. <laughs> that you can see. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yes, it's, I think it's about 17. 17 that I can see, I think. Yep. Well, I've got something to deal with those undead. So do cool, I. Cool. Yep. Uh, I, I don't, but fuck them. I'm going to shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going straight for the guy at the end of the hall. Of course you are. 1v1 me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go on. Go on. See if he'll agree to it. See if he'll agree to it. <laughs> No, I always lose in 1v1 me bros. I'm not yeah, I know you do. Please <laughs> <laughs> do it. Uh, so. Well, yeah. So, uh, yes. You're finally uh, in your new home. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's got, got a slight vermin infestation, but I'm sure we'll yeah. sort it out. I, I swear the housing situation in Bloodholm was better than this i might just um <laughs> you're not under the square anymore <laughs> i'll part exchange this and buy a street or just the entirety of blood hole fine it's a bit of a fixer-upper you know we've got to clear the corpses out get rid of the vermin it's, it's fine damp. It's, it's, blood it's damp it's a step up from the place we were squatting in in varadin i mean yeah good sven then well, we, we we might have a noble to bully around if he's alive <laughs> by the end of it. We are definitely going to bully him around. He <laughs> is going to be the slave. <laughs> and he'll probably betray us, but it's fine because we'll kill him again. Mm. Anyway, on that pleasant ending note, thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder, Treason, No Plots. If you uh, enjoyed the show, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gtmp. We are also all on Twitter. I am there as at TreasonNo, and my players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. We are available on all major podcast providers. We have a Facebook group and a WordPress website. And if you want to get on Discord and chat to us, well, then you need to become a Patreon. So hopefully we'll see you there. And I'll pass you over to my co-hosts to say their own little goodbyes. As usual, if you've enjoyed hearing my voice, as much as I enjoy hearing my own voice, you can find me and Lost Art Podcasting and Lost Art Wrestling Podcast. They're available on all good podcast providers and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcast and at LAW Podcast. And maybe one day, I'll be in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, the UK. Not during this second lockdown. 
<laughs> Lockdown two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, we're loving it in the UK. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, as usual, if you want to hear more from me, I'm afraid you can't. But um, we're heading on with uh, Tommy's big book of things that can kill you. Um, and Jay is for Gisile, which is kind of a, an extremely long rifle. Uh, normally flintlock, but they can be matchlock as well. It's got a very weird stock that kind of almost bends around. means it gives you a nice kind of pistol grip on it. Yeah, good for, good for taking decent aim. But it's kind of uncomfortable looking back end that might give you a proper big fucking kick in the shoulder when you fire it. But at that point, you're almost definitely going to kill the guy you're aiming at if you're any decent shot. So, you know, small price to pay. This thing, I mean, it is, you're looking at like a six foot long barrel. Things fucking enormous, but perfect if you're one of them snipers that likes to, you know, sit in a tree and wait for your prey to appear. A bit like someone we may have encountered recently. So, Giselle, yeah, decent gun, not bad. And for this time, for the first time, and I will continue this onwards, Tommy's going to give it a rating out of five daggers for how much it's likely to kill you. The Giselle gets a nice four daggers, you know. Decent sniper behind it. You would never see it coming. And ah, and yes, we've had a joke sent in by a listener. So um, you can't groan at me this time. <laughs> if the barbarian has 10 gold pieces and the rogue steals half of it, what does the rogue take? It's a maths question. I don't know. 1d12 slashing damage. there you go it's better than one of mine (laughs) keep keep them them rolling in please Uh, I think that the big book of things that will kill you I mean I think it's more of a part series so you you read from the the one about weapons and I'll just read the one about monsters is that right? sounds about right yeah um, you know, it's, it's it's kind of it's one of those part works, you know, that you used to, used to get advertised on TV. Um, so yeah, Sophia got one of them, Tommy got the other. Um, Starting re- price at one ninety nine, continuing yeah. on from twenty quid. Yeah, we we stopped after two volumes. Rogo was really disappointed because he wanted the spells. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode has been brought to you by the letter J for Jublex, also known as the Faceless Lord, and is the demon prince of slime, ooze, and filth. Among the lesser of his kind, Jublex is a uh, monstrous mass of mobile ooze in a sickly rainbow of dark putrid colours dotted with an ever-shifting array of jelly-like burning red eyes. Mm. Any any notes about him? Giant slime monster. Slime. Mm. You do love your oozes. I do. Yeah, Jublex is cool. Uh, A lot of the demon princes have really cool abilities and their layers are a lot of fun, a lot of uh, very oh. well-themed abilities. Oh no, there's layers? Layers. Layers. <laughs> oh, don't worry, I'm sure. I mean, you guys can go fight Yinogu at some point. Mm. <laughs> you know. Want me, want me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't. <laughs> please, please, please do. Ah, uh, well... Thank you once again for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya.
Hey, I'm Brad, and if you like D&D, and fantasy stories with lots of magic, adventure, strange beasts, and oddball characters, and comedians with New Zealand accents, then oh boy, have I got just the show for you. The Fate of Ison is a podcast that has, wait for it, all of those things. Remember those things I mentioned? It's got all of them! Now go listen to The Fate of Ison because it's good and you deserve good things. Fate of Ison, a proud member of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.